recorded during the plague year 2021. This is the Andromeda Minute, a show where Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays we go over one minute of Robert Wise's all-too-timely 1971 techno-thriller, The Andromeda Strain, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm your substitute co-host today, the captain, also known as Nancy O'Kane. Yay! Hey! You're back listening to uh, Arthur Hill yelling at people. It's uh, very exciting. and very... Yeah, he's, he's very good at being cranky. Yeah, yeah. It definitely comes across as a middle-aged man with, uh, <laughs> just, who's, who's been up too late, really stayed up. These, all these people are up past their bedtime. Well, didn't they finally decide that they're going to allow them six hours of sleep out of every 24? Yeah, that plan lasted about, what, 30 seconds? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then we get the one of the world's worst Zoom calls in this minute, too, where they're, uh, <laughs> everybody has their own camera and uh i guess i guess they they didn't invest much in wide angle lenses so everybody you know it's like when we talk to the grandkids we're all on the same camera (laughs) well i'm just thinking what kind of a setup they have there that apparently every individual in the room has their own camera and microphone set up to be on a monitor so really the the budget for this project is just astounding yeah, they could have cut back a lot if they didn't have an entire TV studio for everybody. Exactly. Uh, that's even that's the, your tax dollars at work, folks. Yeah, and they're not little cameras. I mean, we see that, you know, when at the at the beginning of this minute, we can see the, the size of the camera. I mean, it's as big as a toaster mm-hmm. hanging off the ceiling there. It isn't, you know, light or anything. And, uh, and nothing, I don't understand. The other thing I don't understand is all these things, machinery that moves that doesn't have to move. They have that... That table that's a floor stand, I guess, so you can type oh, on it I while you're... <laughs> you can type, and then you just, you have to push it, and it raises up, so that it's like the, the new thing where it's supposedly it's good for you to stand at your desk when you're working instead yeah. <laughs> of sitting down, so they must have been ahead of the times then. Yeah, it's just, uh, th- there's something more that can break, and that obviously, they're on level five, so that thing has to go down to level six or something, <laughs> poking through the ceiling below, uh, just just for the... Yeah, and, and of course, it's going to break down, so they've got to send a technician up to fix that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So and every... technician's got to have a secret clearance there, so there's yeah. more and they, taxpayer and, dollars. And they got to go through that 16-hour um, decontamination thing where they're getting, they're washing their feet, <laughs> getting their skin burned off and all that other jazz just to go fix the assorted toasters. Well, either oh. that or they, you know, they could tell the scientists, just lean over the table if you can't reach it standing up. Yeah, <laughs> put the button somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and... I, I don't understand. I mean, I guess he's he's angry about not receiving this MCN, which I'm guessing means Military Communications Network. I'm assuming it's ARPANET. That's what they're trying to pretend. Yeah, it that's is. what it seems like. So, but you know, he yells at that guy Burke, and he mm-hmm. says, you know, I've got one in my hand, and you know, you idiot, and all that kind of stuff, and he's just screaming. And poor and, Burke is just sitting there waiting for the bell to ring, and it hasn't. And yeah. <laughs> he, he's been there for how many days now, just waiting for that bell to ring? Yeah, that's that's his, he, he always said he had one job, and now... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do, I do like him just... Uh, you know, this is a G-rated movie, so Stone is calling everybody idiots, but he, he probably would yes. use a little bit harsher language. Well, when he, when he said, when he said there's been a communications foul-up. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I don't think that was the word. <laughs> Snafu meant something a little bit different, so mm-hmm. you, uh, uh, but we, anyway, so let's, let's just go over the minute real quick that, uh, you know, Hall finds that, Hall finds out that 712, the, the atomic bomb explosion didn't happen, so they've switched to, uh, Directive 711, which is, I guess they give everybody a big gulp, um, 
But, you stole my line. I was oh, thinking of something I'm, like that. Yeah, there were those roller dogs that are just sitting out there. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, Alternative Directive 711, so, which I think means that they were going to cordon off Piedmont, which I, I know, I, the thing that we never get out of this movie, and I know we're getting ahead a couple of minutes, we never find out how did they clean up Piedmont? Did they just go in and bury everybody? Did, did you know? Every, uh, or did they just abandon in place in those days? <laughs> Yeah, just put up a big wall and say no, don't don't turn off the road here. <laughs> maybe that maybe it's a, another place just like Area Fifty One. Yeah, <laughs> just you shoot anybody who's on motorbikes going out toward. <laughs> you can't go to P. Yeah, this is Area Fifty Two now, I guess. <laughs> so it's uh yeah, very difficult. And then uh, after you know they just they finally get back to calling in and fi- asking about you know what why isn't seven twelve in effect, and. Uh, you were pointing out before we started recording that this is after midnight in uh, in Nevada, which is where the, the wildfire team is at. Right, so. so it's literally the middle of the night back wherever the command center is there yeah. that they're talking to. Yeah, the basement of the White House. So yeah, Eastern is, that, is that the White House? I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, that's the situation room in the White House. We saw them earlier. Okay. So it's like, what, 3 o'clock in the morning? And, and that one gentleman hasn't even loosened his tie yet. Well, obviously a product of Catholic school. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I can identify with this. It's not a... <laughs> <laughs> loosening your tie is just that always used to make me uncomfortable it's like i'm not fully you know, you're never fully dressed without a smile i, just, I always have to well, have my you, tie you were afraid the nuns were going to come around and wrap your knuckles yeah exactly it was just fear just you, you pull your head down but uh obviously dr robertson has uh you know has a little bit of a holy cross background here somewhere <laughs> um and grimes no such problems i mean grimes gosh she's in the white house and he's wearing a harvest gold shirt even for the 70s i mean you're working in the white house i think you'd put on a nice arrow white shirt but he's he's wearing yellow Oh, absolutely they all wore white shirts and we've seen the nasa films of the yeah. astronauts and everybody everybody at command central sitting in a white shirt dark tie yeah exactly i mean they're lucky and pocket have, protectors yeah short sleeves too possibly yep yep uh, but uh well you know you're in the white house you gotta there's a certain decorum that you gotta maintain um so they yell at they yell at him to uh to their uh, uh, grimes says that uh you know that uh, grimes is talking about how uh they you know they wondered when they were going to hear from him and all that mm-hmm. well well about time we heard from you excuses everywhere Ex- you know it's just but uh they're still saying that uh it's been postponed for 48 hours and we're not going to do anything and you, Dutton isn't real happy about that. No, no, no. He's, he's saying that uh, the... By then, the disease could spread into a worldwide epidemic. And, uh, I, I mean, I I don't understand why they haven't been in contact with him. I know they're busy watching Petri dishes going around in circles and stuff. But wouldn't you think they'd... If, like, if they're going to have a, a, a meeting, wouldn't the White House be part of that meeting just so they could keep everybody abreast of what's going on? Well, we've been given the clue here that the president doesn't trust scientists, so maybe he's maybe he doesn't want to pay any attention to what they're doing. Maybe he's just brushing them off. That could be it. But I would think at least they would keep Robertson in the link. You know, Robertson. You would is, think. Yeah, he's the guy. You know, he's the guy that they worked with to get this thing set up. And uh, I would think Robertson would be checking in every four hours and saying, "What's the story? How's it going now?" Um, you know, even just a thumbs up, thumbs down would be fine. 
is could it be that the communication only goes one way that Robertson's job is just to sit there and wait until they choose to communicate with him well he does have the MCM communication system but apparently with a bell not ringing trying that yeah yeah nobody's nobody's coming in so uh yeah just a couple of big big missteps in the design plan for this place Uh And, and poor Burke is the one that's going to get blamed for it all yeah we see in the uh in the opening credits, there's a uh, one of the one of the pieces of evidence that they go over after wildfire is over. One of them is a summary court martial for a dereliction of duty, which you know, I mean, it wasn't his fault the piece of paper got stuck. Nope. So uh, I don't know. He'll somebody somebody has to get blamed, and it just all rolled downhill. He's at the and bottom. Of, of course, the in the real world, I'm thinking if a communication tried to come through and there was a piece of paper blocking the bell, you'd see her little clicks and buzzes, and maybe the stuck paper rattling a little bit. Somebody would have said, "Hey, that machine's making noises over there." Yeah. But this isn't the real world. It's Hollywood no, movies. No, we so. got yeah, we got to let the movie happen. So we it gotta, had to happen because of the plot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very frustrating. I, uh, and I guess I'm, I'm trying to figure out who's in charge. Is, Robertson's in charge of this whole wildfire project, but Stone seems to be calling all the shots, get on, you know, stay on his back, do this, do that, and keep, you know, keep on the president's, uh, on the president's back and make him call a seven. Well, that's because up. Stone's the expert that they've hired. So, so yeah. if Stone doesn't get results, Robertson's head is on the block. Yeah, that's exactly. That's the way I'm reading it. Yeah. And I think... They all dodge the bullet here after, I mean, as this, this whole movie is in the, um, the wrapper of it, the, this is all one big, uh, 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 whatchamacallit, a, uh, it, it, it's traveling through time. You're going back, you're going back in time and reviewing right, what happened. Right, looking back at what happened. Right, exactly. So this is all a recap of what happened, but it's in the context of a Senate investigating committee. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, and as we know, what happened was they... You know, apparently everybody lived. <laughs> and, Seems that way. Yeah. And most only, most of them, at least, as far as we know. Yeah, and the only one that got punished was poor Grimes for uh, for not finding a piece of paper inside of a bell. Meanwhile, you know, so somebody built that satellite and let let all that stuff get loose in a in a civilian environment and uh, you know killed the town and you know who knows how many up killed the pilot. Mm-hmm. Kill, you know, but no, no. Everybody's going to get medals for fixing the problem that they caused, <sighs> right? And the the poor pilot's wife and family—they're probably never going to be told what happened. No, they're just going to tell them pilot error. You're, you know, mm-hmm. you're. Uh, oh, your sorry, hus- your husband just kind of took a wrong turn up there in the sky. Yeah, he didn't know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Gosh, are we this cynical? <laughs> <laughs> This, yeah, well. Yeah, this movie was all before Watergate and all that jazz, but it's uh it's not paranoid enough. They didn't realize what the, you know, they, they had no idea. They had no idea what what was coming. Uh, and uh, uh I do like the way that they fortunately put all the uh TV sets up the correct way. When you get to the end of this minute, uh Robertson is turning to Grimes, so he's on the left camera and the right <laughs> camera, so it's like fortunately I've, yes, I, I've done that with. I have a multi-screen uh, computer, and every once in a while, it comes up uh, two one instead of one two. And when you're moving the mouse around, <laughs> you go, "Wait, it's over here!" Oh, and then you have to turn the. Uh, so this is. I guess they they must have been. That must have been all the tests. They must have mm-hmm. figured out where it's going to be and who they were going to talk to. Uh, 
poor Grimes. Grimes is probably listening in on all this stuff and thinking, oh boy, I'm going to be in big um, trouble. Burke? Burke, not Burke. Yeah, not, not Grimes. Burke, yes. Sorry. Burke, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Burke is probably listening in on all these secret communications and going, oh, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> He's going to go out and see that. Uh, that guy out by the gate eating the sandwich and going, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking maybe he's on a, an outside line that he knows somewhere where it is and he's calling his wife and saying, yeah. uh, honey, you know, this job I'm working on, yeah, I'm I think gonna, I'm in trouble. Yeah, I'm going to be I think I'll be home soon. <laughs> about five years. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, I, I, there's so many questions. I have so many questions about this whole place, about who, mm-hmm. you know, like when the, I, we're not we're not anywhere near any kind of uh, the alarms or anything. But I, the nope. number one question I have is when the when the nuclear warning goes off that they're going to blow everything up in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Does everybody on the top level just jump in their cars and leave? Are they? Do I know, they think I they're going to? Yeah. <laughs> Tell the guy at the at the gate, you better open it up because I'm going to run you right out right over. <laughs> it's, it's um. But how far how far can you drive in five minutes to get away from a nuclear explosion? Oh, and you know what this makes me think of is remember the um, the miniseries for the stand, the beginning of that yes, when the alarm yes. started going off. <laughs> yeah, and everybody just the hell with regulations, <laughs> the hell with my job responsibilities. Yeah. I'm out of here. Put everybody in the car and give out. Yep. You know? um, it was there was another there was another show. It was a TV. It was like a fake TV news program called Special Bulletin, where this guy takes a. Uh, he, he winds up with a nuclear device that he got from the Soviets or something, and he's going to blow it up in Charleston, South Carolina, in the, in the harbor. And okay. he, he, worked for a, he worked on a nuclear bomb beforehand, and the guy was, like, dying of cancer, and he just wanted to make a last stand. So he had this nuclear bomb in Charleston Harbor. And they sent two guys in to uh, undo it, and they had, like, a video camera over their shoulder while they were trying to defuse the thing. But the guy had all these fail safes and booby traps on the thing and they accidentally set one of them off and one of the guys like looks at it and gets up to leave and the other one's like grabbing after him but the other guy like goes up the ladder and then all of a sudden you know the the, the thing blows up oh. <laughs> it was like 50 like percent of the people there are like yeah i'm gonna be the hero it's like eh, the heck with this i'm, <laughs> I'm leaving <laughs> goodbye uh, well well i i feel for all these people but it's just mm-hmm. uh, i you know in the work that I do now is only for, you know, over the phone and stuff. And I'm so glad you, there's no, there's no more meetings for me. And I'm sure there's no more meetings for you that you have to worry about with these things, but, nope. uh, but we still have zoom meetings that we have, we, we kind of get dragged into. We and, do. And just seeing, <laughs> just seeing this proto zoom meeting with all of them <laughs> just staring at each other and yelling yet nobody says am i on can you hear me can you exactly you know? none of them are saying i don't think my mic is on <laughs> yeah they don't do any of that and, and it comes up so fast and so clear i just mm-hmm. amazing and they're all perfectly lit yep and it's like hi <laughs> what what and there's no you know feedback or well like you said it seems they have professional quality television cameras there yeah and they don't even In, need... instead of you know a built-in webcam yeah they don't even need headphones it's yeah <laughs> or mics and they just mm-hmm. kind of stand there it's like okay and apparently you do have to be standing while you're doing this nobody's well, seated yes, talking have oh, to look author- authoritative except for burke burke is at his Poor console oh, mm-hmm. i feel sorry he's just yeah he's the one that it, all all trouble will roll down the hill to sergeant mm-hmm. burke so uh, tragedies anyway that's uh that's a good way to end the week just staring at uh, a zoom call from 50 years ago now holy smokes 
Yep, and maybe maybe next minute we'll find out whether they get that seven twelve. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll tune in on tune in on Monday. Um, anyway, well, thank you for being on the show this week. Uh, you, you're you welcome. Did a yeoman's job coming through and, uh-huh. and watching watching movies that you're not that fond of, but you can still <laughs> chat about. I appreciate that. Very well, much. I'm not that fond of it, but it does have a lot of intriguing things to discuss minute by minute. Yeah, it does speak to the human condition. Mo- mostly about why did they do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> they had, and this was what the future looked like to them. And the future, mm-hmm. they got some of it right and a lot of it really wrong. Yes. Uh, but anyway, I just, I, I still, I there's, I still have questions. Even after, even after pondering through 105 minutes of this, there's still questions. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll continue on with our questions uh, next week. Uh, in the meantime, if you have anything that you'd like to add in the way of questions or answers to uh, how how this all is playing out. Uh, love to hear from you on social media, of course, at Twitter on Andromeda Minute or at uh, Project Wildfire, the Andromeda Minute uh, Listener's Lounge out there on Facebook. Uh, always love hearing your comments and thoughts and suggestions. Uh, we will, you know, if you haven't missed, if you've missed any of these previous episodes, you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, wherever you got this podcast, uh, Wherever your podcatcher caught this particular podcast, you can probably find us there. Subscribe. If you could do us a favor, and I know this is the end of the week and you've got a lot of things to do for this weekend, but if you are still quarantined while you're listening to all this, always appreciate a review at uh, iTunes. If you could go to iTunes and just review it, give us as many stars as they have on there. If you've enjoyed the show, please do. And uh, leave a comment. It's always fascinating to hear how you're interpreting the show. Uh, we will return next week with more stuff. I am trying to get a very interesting... Uh, not that, not that my current guest isn't interesting, but I'm trying to get a, a very interesting guest who knows a little bit about some of the scientific equipment that we're going to be looking at next week. So we'll get back to that next week. In the meantime, please do the three things that always will help us prevent this plague and hopefully get rid of it very soon. Uh, wash your hands, wear a mask, and stay six feet apart from everybody around you. Thank you very much, and we will see you here next time on the Andromeda Minute. Bye. Very flattering. We don't know much more than when we got here.